0: It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for his return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others, in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. We're barely a few months into this year, and already it's been a busy year. In today's message, Pastor J.D. will recap some of the events that we've already witnessed. Help us see how they might fit into the context of scriptural prophecy concerning the return of Jesus and the beginning of the end of this world. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's prophecy update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly prophecy update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's prophecy update as shared on February 9th. 2020.
1: For today's update I would like for us to take a step back and sort of catch our breath as it were. And the reason is that just in the first month of 2020 so much has happened so fast. So much so that if this is any indication of what's ahead, then we would do well to buckle up our spiritual seatbelts and roll up our sleeves. You'll forgive the mixed metaphor. You'll see why I chose those here shortly. So this last week I, I spent some time, it did take some time, And I compiled a list. I wanted to go back. Here we are, February 9th, already, right? So I wanted to go back and sort of recap everything that happened just in the month of January. And so I compiled this list. I had to condense it. And I want to share with you just 10 things that happened in January. Number one, the Australian wildfires that started last July have now burned more than 16 million acres, making it the worst in recent memory. Just to kind of put it into perspective, our property that God just miraculously gave to us here from the water to the 7-Eleven is 3.1 acres, 16 million acres. Number two, Qasim Soleimani was killed in Baghdad by a U.S. strike after Iran attacked our embassy. Many as it was happening were fearful that we might have another Benghazi Libya but thankfully that didn't happen there were no American casualties not even when Iran retaliated and launched strikes against our bases there in Iraq not one American casualty by the grace of God. Number three this is a biggie Been following this like many of you but China finally confirmed that they identified a new virus named coronavirus, which is now spreading globally and the numbers are terrifying to say the least. By the way, all of these on this list, I could connect the dots with specific scriptures in terms of Bible prophecy that speak to everything that is on this list and the many others that time does not permit to talk about. This coronavirus juries out, but it should be noted that in Revelation chapter 6 verse 8, the rider of the pale horse And with death and destruction, it is believed that it is describing the spread of a pandemic by way of a virus that wipes out a third of the population of planet Earth. When you go into the original language of the Greek New Testament, it's talking about something like that. Matthew 24 verse 7, Jesus answering the disciples question about, What will be the signs of the end of the age and his return. And he says there's going to be wars and rumors of war and nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There's going to be earthquakes and famines and pestilence. And he likens all of those things to birth pains which come in greater frequency and with greater intensity. I know a lot of people are watching this very closely, and uh, certainly it does warrant concern. Number four, this is interesting, it happened on the last day of January. Britain finally left the EU in what's been dubbed Brexit, which started in March of 2017 when the UK formally announced the exit. This is big. Many suggest that this could be an explanation of Ezekiel chapter 38 verse 13 in a reference to the lions of Tarshish, being that of the UK. Number five, the Russian government of Dmitry, bear with me on the pronunciation of this guy's last name, Medvedev, Medvedev, yeah, there we go, his second cabinet resigned, making Vladimir Putin what some believe is now a supreme ruler indefinitely in Russia. Again, many were suggesting that this just is starting to look an awful lot like Ezekiel 38 and this man referred to as Gog, G-O-G. Number six, President Trump unveiled his long awaited peace plan dubbed the deal of the century. Now we talked about this at length last week. I would encourage you, you can go online to the YouTube video where we kind of go through this plan. The deal breaker for me is on page 35 of the 181 page plan under section 21 where it says end of claims end of conflict. End of claims? What do you mean end of claims? Oh, if you want to end the conflict, you have to end the claims. (laughs) Well, what claims? Oh, the Islamic claim on Jerusalem and the Jewish claim on Jerusalem. What? (laughs) So basically it's, I don't want to get too worked up on this. I got worked up last week, so go watch it from last week. But let me just say this, (laughs) you are legitimizing the illegitimate claim of Islam on Jerusalem, while at the same time delegitimizing the legitimate claim of Jews on Jerusalem. Uh, Excuse me, (laughs) I don't think so. This is why I believe that this could very well be the beginning of the prophecy in Zechariah 12 concerning dividing Jerusalem and perhaps more importantly the fulfillment of the prophecy in Daniel 9.27 about the Antichrist confirming, enforcing, making superior, spectacular, Higbir in Hebrew and Arabic, my native tongue. In other words, the implication is is that there already has to be something on the table in order for the Antichrist to enforce it, confirm it, make it Hegbir. This could be it. Number seven, Benjamin Netanyahu and Benny Gantz accepted the White House invitation for the unveiling ahead of their March 2nd election, now only 22 days away. This is the third election, and if you're reading the same news feeds that I am, uh, there's not much hope that there's going to be any conclusive uh, results that will come from this election in terms of a prime minister forming a government. This is something to also really keep a close eye on. Number eight, The impeachment trial of President Trump commenced in the Senate, leading to an acquittal just this last week. Number nine, there were escalations in current wars, natural disasters, and there were growing protests worldwide as well. It's number 10, and I chose this last but certainly not least. The bulletin of the atomic scientists moved the doomsday clock to the closest to midnight since starting it back in 1947. Did you know there was a doomsday clock? Well there is. (laughs) Have a nice afternoon because now it's a hundred seconds before midnight, the closest it's ever been since 1947. Interesting, one year before Israel returned as a nation, fulfilling what I believe is one of the most powerful and profound prophecies in all of the Bible. Kind of set the clock in motion. This was all in January. Uh, Call me silly. I've been called worse, certainly. But, oh my goodness, are you kidding me? (laughs) This all happened in just the first month of this year? As I was preparing for today's update, I was just talking to the Lord, inquiring of the Lord, and, and He reminded me, actually He took me back to 2006, when I sensed from the Lord, that it was time to start teaching Bible prophecy. This is 2006, 14 years ago. And I started in 2006 doing these weekly Bible prophecy updates, which some of you are going to shake your head in disbelief when I say this. But originally the updates were only like a quick five, ten minutes. Some of you are (laughs) going, whoa, you haven't done a 10 minute update in, well, 14 years. So, but Just every week I would sort of talk about how that current events are pointing to these prophecies that we have in the Bible. And I sensed at that time that we were entering into a period of time in human history that was the likes of which we had never seen before, nor would we ever see again. That was 2006. Fast forward to 2016 when one Donald J. Trump is elected President of the United States of America. I made a comment in subsequent updates about how that I believe that the election of President Trump in November of 2016 would in fact speed up Bible prophecy, the fulfillment of Bible prophecy. And Fast forward to almost three and a half years later, and I have to confess that I'm a little taken back by the swiftness with which everything is happening. And here's the thing, we shouldn't be surprised, (laughs) because this is exactly what the Bible says will happen at the time of the end. Things will speed up. I want to draw your attention to the book of Revelation, chapter 22, the last chapter in the last book of the Bible, verse 12. Listen to what Jesus said, John writes, by the Spirit, Jesus speaking. He says, Behold, I come quickly, hold on to that word, and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. That word quickly in the original language of the Greek New Testament, is the Greek word tacos. Not tacos, not taco poke, tacos, where we get our English word for our tachometers in our cars, which is why I'm using the seatbelt metaphor. It's a set time, it's a measurement. The, the time is set one minute. It's the Gauge of revolutions per minute, RPMs. You know what Jesus is saying here? (laughs) He's saying, I'm going to come at a time when things are revving up, speeding up, redlining, if you prefer. I'm going to come at a time when things are just going so fast. The Apostle Peter, in his second epistle, chapter 3 verse (laughs) 9, says this, the Lord is not slow in keeping His promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish but everyone to come to repentance. You might think the Lord tarries, (laughs) the Lord delays His coming. I mean, I've been hearing for how many years now? The Lord's coming back. We're still here. By the way, that's a fulfillment of Bible prophecy in and of itself. Peter writes at the beginning of the chapter that in the last days, (laughs) scoffers are going to come ridiculing Christians like us who say, hey, the Lord's coming, the Lord's coming. Where's the coming He promised? Everybody thought it was in their lifetime, and yet the Lord hasn't come yet. Well, here's why. (laughs) The reason why the Lord has not come yet is because He's wanting everyone to come to repentance. Think about what Paul wrote to the Romans in chapter 11, verse 25. He says basically that the rapture isn't going to happen until that last Gentile gets saved, when the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. When that last Gentile gets saved, oh, sorry. <laughs> I woke some of you up. Uh, good Welcome back. When that last Gentile gets saved, we're out of here. I know this is silly, you'll forgive me, but this is how my mind is wired. Pray for me. Um, I always wonder, you know, who that last Gentile is. I mean, are we going to know? I I don't think God would do that to to him or her, whoever they are. You know, because then they would have to like put them in witness protection in heaven. Because you,
0: you, you, what,
1: what took you so long? Listen, I'm glad that the last Gentile didn't get saved before 1982, I would have been left behind. And I would not have heard the gospel. And I would not have bent my knee and confessed with my mouth and called upon the name of the Lord and come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ if He did. You know, back in the seventies, the Lord's coming, the Lord's coming. No, He can't come back in the seventies. I'm not saved yet. I don't get saved until 1982. He can come back in 83, that's fine. Some of you are going, "Don't, no, not 83 either. And here we are in the year 2020. And still He has not come. And this is why. Now He goes on in verses 11 and 12, the second part of verse 11 and the first part of verse 12, and listen to what He says in light of this. Knowing this, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God. And then he says this. Wait for it. (laughs) Here it comes. And speed it's coming. What? We, we can speed His coming? How? Let's get this show on the road. Wait a minute. I thought God was sovereign. Oh, He is. But there is a way that we can hasten His return. Would you like to know what that way is? I'm so glad you asked. That you're, <laughs> you're asking, right? Waiting with bated breath. What's the answer? How can I speed His coming? Here's how. By reaching and winning the lost before it's too late while there's still time. And there is still time. Not much more time. The time is at hand. But until that last Gentile gets saved, we have this opportunity to reach the lost while there's still time. This is why two years ago, I sensed that at the end of our updates, I, I think about the Apostle Paul saying, woe to me if I don't preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. In other words, a curse come upon me if I don't preach the gospel. And so I just really sensed from the Lord that I needed to start ending the updates with the gospel of Jesus Christ and salvation found in the person of Jesus Christ and that's why we and when we started doing the ABC's of salvation and as a result of that we've had people many people all over the world from our online church that have come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and at the same time we've also equipped you to give you something that's simple for you to do in sharing your faith well this brings me to the surprise that I have for you today. Barry and Karen McGuire are here with us today. I know many of you know him as the president of McGuire's Car Wax and the host of Car Crazy TV, but he's also the president of Revival Outside the Walls and Ignite America. I would really encourage you to visit those websites. You can watch his Ignite Your Life television broadcast. It's on uh, some of the channels on Spectrum. I'm working with Jack Hibbs to try to get him on Colo, but basically it's a program about people like you and me sharing their faith. Overcoming that fear of sharing your faith. And I have to say that I've had the privilege of getting to know Barry and his wife, Karen, over the last couple of years. And Barry has been a tremendous encouragement to me personally, and more importantly, he has challenged me to share my faith. Well, what are you talking about? You're the pastor. That's the problem. What do you mean? Well, it's so easy. I mean, I've got the pulpit. I can hide behind this pulpit. I look pretty good back here, don't I? By the way, those of you online, I'm six feet tall. I want you to know that. Everybody thinks I'm short. I'm six feet tall. There, I feel better. I just had to get that off my chest. So I can stand behind this pulpit, and I got the microphone. I got your attention. And if I don't, I'll yell or clap and get your attention. (laughs) Oh, it's so easy to stand up here and share the gospel. Boy, one-on-one. Oh, (laughs) What do I do now, Lord? And so Barry has really encouraged me and challenged me to share my faith more one-on-one.
0: Are you ready? If not, you need to be ready because our redemption draws nigh. This is what Jesus said about seeing these prophecies begin to come to pass in Luke chapter 21, verse 28. This verse speaks directly to the heart of the prophecy update that Pastor J.D. shares each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth. The goal for each prophecy update is twofold. First, to equip you with information you need to live in these exciting last days. Second, to encourage you in your faith in the Creator of the universe. Every word in the Holy Bible is 100% true. We're seeing that fact being proven each and every day. We pray that you have been both blessed and challenged by today's Prophecy Update. And we do hope you join us again for tomorrow's conclusion to this Prophecy Update from Pastor J.D. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of today's broadcast, you can become a Facebook friend with us by logging on to www.inspiritandtruthradio.com. We've provided a link to our Facebook page. Another great option to stay current with Pastor J.D.'s Prophecy Updates is to subscribe to the Aloha Bible Prophecy Update YouTube channel. The Prophecy Update YouTube channel has all the current updates that Pastor J.D. has shared as well as an archive of past updates. Again, log on to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and follow the link to the Prophecy Update YouTube channel. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Please join us tomorrow as Pastor J.D. concludes this Prophecy Update. That's next time on In Spirit and Truth.